Hello, welcome to Five Better Superstars. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's so good to be coming away once again this morning, and uh, it's, it's so beautiful. I believe you are doing so well. I believe you are you are basking in the glory of God, and all the things that are happening in your life is always going for your good. Hallelujah. Well, today I want to talk about some few things which I believe would really be a blessing to you. You know, I've had so many questions along the lines of of sin and. Uh, the concept of sin and the, the, whether Christians are still sinners and why do I keep doing the wrong that I'm doing and all those things. I want to take some time and address this particular issue and solve it once and for all. You see, most believers treat sin as, a, as an act, but sin goes way beyond an act. Sin is first of all in nature and sin has also become a law, you see. There are laws in this world. There are so many laws in this world. There's, there's a law for every single life that exists. There's a law for the life of a fish. You know, no matter how good you are with swimming, you cannot be underwater for more than 30 minutes. You can't. I mean, it's, it's impossible. You, you may not even survive after 3 minutes. You, you drown. No matter how good of a swimmer you are, without any oxygen mask or anything like that, you drown. You know, you can't be in water for a long time. The fish, however, is designed and has a life okay, that operates by a certain law that allows it to stay underwater for a long time, for years and years, and for months and months without having any problem. The fish is, is destined and created to be like that. In the same way, human life also has a law. Okay, there's a law of the human life. There's a law that makes trees grow. And a law is actually a, a regulative principle, a principle that... Is spontaneous, something that is spontaneous, something that occurs over and over and over again without needing any form of encouragement. For instance, gravity is a law. You see, there's, there's a law of gravity. The law of gravity says that anything that goes up must come back to the earth. Anything that goes up is pulled back to the center of the earth. There's a law of motion. There's a law of flotation. I mean, all these laws are laws that are spontaneous and dynamic. They are regulative. It's a generalization. It works no matter where you are, you see. So, fishes swim, that is it, and you can't do anything about it. In the same way, sin is also a law. Sin is also a law. It's, it goes beyond being a nature. You see, there are so many laws I want us to talk about for us to have a clear understanding of what Jesus came to do and what we ought to also do in order to live the life that God has given to us to live. You see, there are different laws in the Bible that we find uh, as we read the scriptures. There's the law of God, there's the law of the mind. There's a law of sin and death. And then there's a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. You see, the law of God is the law, the law that God himself has placed before time immemorial. I mean, it's the nature of God. It's, it's, what, God is, it's what God represents. You see, it's what represents God. And I, I did a series along that line when I spoke about the law. You know, I spoke about the function of the law, the position of the law, and all those things. You see, that's the law of God. Then there's the law of the mind, which is actually the regulative law for the human life. There's a law of sin and death, which is the law of Satan's life. And there's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which is the law of the divine life. That is the law of God, the law that operates God's life. Hallelujah. So today I want us to pick the law of God, look at it, examine it for a brief moment, and then we'll continue on the next time we, we talk along this line. Hallelujah. So if you read in Romans chapter 7, verse 12, the Bible mentions about the law of God. He talks about the law of God. He says, Wherefore the law is holy. 
and the commandments holy and just and good. The law of God is holy. I'm talking about the Ten Commandments now. What God gave. If you remember, the Ten Commandments represents God. I remember sharing with you some time ago that it's called Lodger's on Ties. Lively oracles. It's oracles impregnated with God. And the law represents the lawgiver. God is the lawgiver. So the law represents God. You see, the law is actually God. God's standards. So what God is expecting. And human beings must live by it. It's God's standard. It doesn't change. God's standard does not change. God's standard has not changed even in today's world. It's still the same. You see, it says, Wherefore the law is holy and just and good. Then it says, Was then that which I'm reading Romans 7 verse 12. It says, Wherefore the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good. When you read in verse 14 too, it says, For we know that the law is spiritual. You see, so the law is holy, is just, is good. Then it says, It is spiritual. All these are these are attributes of the law, which are actually attributes of God. God is holy, God is just, God is good, God is spiritual. Hallelujah. However, the, the problem with the law of God is that in terms of its function and in terms of what it was given to do, there was a problem. You see, human beings could not live by the law. The Jews could not live by the law of God because they had the nature of sin in them. You see, they had the nature of sin in them. But when Jesus came, Jesus took care of sin once and for all. Hallelujah. When you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says that for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, the whole of the sin of humanity was in him. You see. And Jesus actually came into this world to take care of the nature of sin. And he took that nature of sin away. Hallelujah. If you read in 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, he says that whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. What sin is this? This is the nature of sin. The nature of sin itself. For his seed remaineth in him. What seed is that? The seed of God, which is the life of God, the eternal life of God, remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. You see, so if you are born again, then that seed of sin has been taken away from you because Christ died, because Christ was made sin. The one who did not sin was made sin. You see, since he was made sin, who knew no sin? He had nothing to do with him, but he was made sin. The whole of humanity's sin was imputed on him. Adam's sin, which is sin, and received the nature of sin into him, and hence passed it over to every single individual was put on Jesus. So Jesus took care of the sin of humanity. Therefore now we can obey the law of God. We can keep the law of God because we don't have the nature of sin in us. That prevents us from keeping the law of God. That was the problem of the Jews. But now that we are born again, now that we are children of God, we have the seed of God in us. You see, when you read in Romans chapter 3, very interesting scripture. Romans chapter 3, a lot of people quote the scripture a lot. You see, it says in verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This scripture is true for all those who are not born again and for all of humanity. But if you are born again, you have been taken away from that tree of Adam and brought to the tree of Christ. And you are no more a sinner. So you can now keep the law of God. The law of God was a problem for those who are sinners. But now that you are a child of God, you don't have a problem with the law of God any longer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow we are going to talk about the law of the mind, the law of sin and death, and I will continue like that. I love you very much. I'll see you again. So until then, I want you to know that you are not a sinner. You are now a child of God. You have the seed of God in you, and you cannot sin. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.